Section number 99 of The Golden Gems of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Golden Gems of Life by Emery Adams Allen and S.C. Ferguson section ninety nine future life there are two questions one of which is the most important the other the most interesting that can be proposed in language are we to live after death and if we are in what state these are questions confined to no climate creed or community the savage is as deeply interested in them as the sage and they are of equal import under every meridian where there are men among the most effectual and most beautiful modes of reasoning that the universe affords for the hope that is within us of a life beyond the tomb there is none more beautiful or exquisite then derive from the change of the seasons from the second life that bursts forth in spring in objects apparently dead and from the shadowing forth in the renovation of everything around us of the destiny which divine revelation calls upon our faith to believe shall be ours the trees that have faded and remained dark and gray through the long dreary life of winter clothe themselves again with green in the spring sunshine and every hue speaks of life the buds that were trampled down and faded burst forth once more in freshness and beauty the streams break from the icy chains that held them and the glorious sun himself comes wandering from his far-off journey giving warmth to the atmosphere and renewed beauty and grace to everything around and everything we see rekindles into life at all times and in all places men have contemplated the questions of death and immortality the one is a stern reality from which they know there is no escaping every day they see friends and acquaintances drooping and dying their pleasure drives are interrupted by the funeral cortege of strangers there is not a soul but what in reflective moments has pondered the question of immortality if they see clearly under the guiding light of christianity the future is full of hope to them it matters but little their present surroundings if poverty and pain be their lot they know that rest will come to them later those who do not possess this pleasing hope of immortality feel at times a painful longing a vague unrest philosophize as they will the future is dark and uncertain and there are times when they would willingly give all they could they but see a beacon light or feel the strong assurance of faith that they would live again surely there is tenable ground for this hope it cannot be that earth is man's only abiding place it cannot be that our life is a bubble cast up by the ocean of eternity 
to float for a moment upon its surface and then sink into nothingness and darkness forever else why is it that the high and glorious aspirations which leap like angels from the temples of our hearts are forever wandering abroad satisfied why is it that the rainbow and the cloud come over us with a beauty that is not of earth and then pass off and leave us to muse on their faded loveliness why is it that the stars which hold their festival around the midnight throne are set above the grasp of our limited faculties and are forever mocking us with their unapproachable glory finally why is it that bright forms of human beauty are presented to the view and then taken from us leaving the thousand streams of affection to flow back upon our hearts we are from a higher destiny than of earth there is a realm where the rainbow never fades where the stars will be spread out before us like the islands on the bosom of the ocean and where the beautiful beings that here pass before us like visions will remain with us forever as death approaches and earth recedes we do not more clearly see that spiritual world in which we have all along been living though we knew it not the dying man tells us of attendant angels hovering around him perchance it is no vision they might have been with him throughout life they may attend us all through life only our inward eyes are dim and we see them not what is that mysterious expression so holy and so strange so beautiful yet so fearful on the countenance of one whose soul has just departed may it not be the glorious light of attendant seraphs the luminous shadow of which rests a while on the countenance of the dead end of section ninety nine recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c